0: In my mouth, oh God. My soul will make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. God's good. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Children's dismissed, Amen. As you go into class. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Y'all not going to class? <laughs> Sister Linda's waiting. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we praise you tonight. Amen. We're talking about Christian soldiers in faith. Amen. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. We walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So we've been talking about faith, that key ingredient of every life. Amen faith, amen. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen, amen. Faith is like that title deed that you have to your car or to your home, amen, that you have to make sure that you've got it, you know it belongs to you, and that's what faith is all about. Faith is no more than being able to see God in the dark and in the light, amen, that takes place in your life, amen, you, you've got to build your faith, amen, and so as Christians, everything resolves, revolves, should I say, around your faith, amen, because the Christian life is a warfare, is a spiritual conflict, and we are commanded to put on the whole armor of God, amen, we are commanded, because it's by faith you are able to repel all the fiery darts of the wicked. Amen. You've got to be able to stand against those things that comes against you, those things that is going to rise up against you. You've got to be able to say, it's not going to defeat me. It's not going to bring me down. I'm going to be strong in the Lord and in the power. Of his might. Amen. We're constantly reminded that we need to add to our faith. Amen. And you, you can't make heaven without faith. That's just a given. That's why Hebrews 11:6 6 says that without faith you cannot please God. For it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe. Amen. That's why John writes in John 20 30 and 31, he says, These things are written, you know, he says, all the things that Jesus did is not in this book. He says, but these are written. The miracles that Jesus did are written so that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ and that believing you might have eternal life. Amen. You've got to get your faith on the right track. Amen. No matter what you're facing, no matter what you're doing, this world is not your home. Amen. Now, look at Hebrews 11. Look at Hebrews 11 real quick. We know talking about Abraham and his faith. Amen. Uh, There in Hebrews 11, we start at verse 8. Amen. It says, when Abraham was called of God, amen, to go out to a place where he should after Received, Abbotten, and inherited, obeyed, and he went out not knowing where he went. Amen. Sojourning in the land of promise. Amen. Amen. And in this strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. Amen. For he looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker Is God. Amen. Notice, he left and he went. When God called you or you felt that unction in your life to come out of the world and become a Christian, what you were saying is, this world is not my home. I'm going to a better place. I'm looking for a city. I'm looking for a place whose builder and maker is God. I want to dwell with Jesus for the rest of my life in eternal life. If that's not your goal, if that's not the purpose, then guess what? You're wasting your time. See? They left looking for that place. Amen. And that's what we're doing. We're pressing, Paul says towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus, so they they journeyed, they looked for a place, and as a result, they built their faith because when you start looking for something, if you don't build your faith you're you're going to stop looking. see, they couldn't see heaven, but they was looking for it, see. It's just like looking for treasure. Gold miners in the old days, they just kept looking and looking. They had the faith that if I keep digging, I'm going to find some gold. So they kept going. Somebody says, they found gold over here. They went over there to start digging. They kept their faith until somebody finally realized I struck gold, you know. And once they struck gold, they didn't stop. They just kept on digging for more, just like oil wells. See, that's how faith has got to be. You've got to keep digging in this Word. You've got to keep searching the Scripture. Amen. And digging more and getting more understanding and more knowledge because it's through the Scripture, the Word of God, we find hope that keeps us going on. Amen. You know, it would have been easy for Job to throw in the towel, when he lost everything. But Job just kept worshiping God. Amen. And Job was able to tell his friends, I know that my redeemer liveth, and he shall stand in the latter days upon the earth, and after the skin worms has eaten this flesh, yet in my body I shall see God. Amen. You've got the purpose, the same thing in your mind. I'm going to see God. I don't care what else happened. I'm going to see him. I'm going to stand before him and hear him say, well done, thy good and thy faithful servant. Amen. We all have faith. Amen. The Bible tells us he's dealt to every man a measure. Amen. How much you have is what you do with it. If you don't do anything with it, just like if you got a seed of corn and you lay it up here on this counter, it gonna do nothing. Isn't it amazing? God has ordained it, that seeds has got to go into the ground to grow. You know, so when you are buried with Him in baptism, that's as you're going down in the ground. That's why Romans six three says, "And we're risen to walk in newness of life." Amen. So we are now to grow. We are to add to our faith. We are beginning to do those things. We are studying the word of God. We are applying the things of God to our lives because we want to grow. What I find with most people that don't grow is fear. Fear. Fear will hinder you. You can't make heaven with, with fear in your life. Okay? Revelation one eight tells us that, don't it? That the fearful the unbelieving, liars, whoremongers cannot inherit the kingdom of God. So if we don't wake up and realize that, you know, people are afraid. Now what is this church's vision? Everybody, what is church vision? I got a purpose and I got a vision. What's the vision? To be a be a church of divine leadership and spiritual growth for the pastor only, right? For for who? Huh? Everybody. Not just me. You as a child of God, the vision is for you to be grow spiritually and to be a leader. You know why people don't want to lead? They're afraid. I don't want to tell people to do anything. I don't like confrontation. You're in the wrong business. You're in the wrong AO. Because Jesus' offenses is coming. If you don't like confrontation, how how are you going to ever get forgiveness? When you offend somebody or somebody offend you. Isn't it amazing that Jesus put that responsibility on the guy or gal that is the biggest? to go to the person. See? So you're going to have to confront people in your life. If you're afraid to do it, you know what's going to happen? You're never going to ask for forgiveness. And as a result, the enemy is just going to play on your mind. See, you have got to get to that point that you're not afraid. Paul says, God has not given us the spirit of, but he's given us power. He's given us love and he's given us a sound mind. See, so if I'm afraid, then I'm not going to progress in this thing. See, I got to be able to take some lickings. I got to be able to take some hits, you know, and uh, confront people when they're wrong or when they're right or whatever. I can't be afraid. Amen think about the disciples okay now keeping the vision in your mind all right don't forget it okay you you are to be a divine leader and spiritual growth all right here they are in the boat storm come where's jesus sleeping he's resting so they are afraid and jesus says to them when they wake him up why are you so fearful how is it you have no faith, because what they had already seen Jesus do and observed him doing, they should have knew that that storm was nothing. See? And that's the same thing with you and I. We're already seen him do great and wonderful things. Every time we see these things, it should increase our faith. See? And we should want to grow in the things of God. We should want to, to be leaders for God. I have chosen you, Jesus said, that you may go forth and bring forth fruit and that your fruit might remain. See, we got to grow in this thing. Every one of us should be teaching. Every one of us should be out there preaching. As Brother Miller has been teaching every Sunday morning about being a Christian witness. Every one of us should be out there telling somebody about Jesus. Look at this world. As the Lord told Ezekiel, he said, Son of man, if they perish, I'm going to hold you responsible. See? Because I have chosen you. I could have left you out there. See, but faith says, I got to do more. Faith says, I'm going for them. So, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Amen. So if I'm going to be a divine leadership with spiritual growth for all, then i got to grow. Because if I am not walking worthy, I can't please God. See? And that's just why you got to have faith. This is why you've got to exercise your faith. You can't be afraid. You've got to trust God. That's what Abraham had to do. He had to believe God. They had to believe. You know, how did Joseph maintain his faith in prison? How did Daniel maintain his faith in the lion's den? How did Paul and Silas maintain their faith in prison? How did Paul maintain his faith on the ship in the storm of a Rockladon? In Acts 27, you know, how did they maintain this faith? They didn't wait till the trial come. They had already built it just like character. you got to do stuff now before the storms of life hit so that you trust God, so that you believe God, so that you know he's working on your behalf. Amen. So that when these things come, you just raise your shield up and says, uh-uh. Repel it away. See? This is what God wants in us. Amen. To be able to walk this way. Amen. We are to be a divine church of divine leadership and spiritual growth for all. Amen. People don't want to lead, as I said earlier, because they don't want to tell people what to do. You can't do that. You know? How are you going to be a, a leader in your own home if you don't tell your kids what to do? Kids are telling parents what to do nowadays. See, so we got to get our minds stayed upon the Lord. Amen. There's going to be confrontations. There's going to be trials. There's going to be offenses. There's going to be battles that we're going to have to face, but we still got to walk by faith and not by sight. Lean not to your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Amen. How are you living? How are you acting? How are you conducting yourself? Remember a few months ago, we had a whole month. We was talking from uh, Psalms 101, verse 2 and 3. David says, I will, what, behave myself wisely in a perfect manner." right? He says, when you come, I'm going to be walking in this house in a perfect way, see, so how you living? Do you walk by faith? Do you act like you got faith? Do you conduct your life like you got faith? Come on, or do you hold back because of fear, uncertainty. What happened to the children of Israel? Why couldn't they get into the promised land? Unbelief, right? unbelief. Every one of them should have been able to walk right into the promised land. All the miracles, all the things they had seen God do, they should have been able to walk right into the promised land. You know, but they let fear of the things of what people said prevent them from getting into the promised land. See, there's giants in the land. You ever notice anything about Goliath? Do you ever notice Goliath, as big as he was, was afraid of Israel? A guy that big should have been able to just walk right down into their camp and chase every one of them away. But think about it. He only came so far, and he stopped and tormented. He never ventured down into their camp. He just stood on the side of the hill and tormented it. That's what the devil do. He torments you. See? He torments you from the edge because he knows he has no power over you. See? But you're going to have to get some faith and go out and face him like David did. Out of all the people that was in the camp, here comes a young boy named David. He hears him and then David says, Whoa! Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? You know you know, talking against the armies of God this way. He says, is there not a cause? You know, is, is somebody need to do something about this guy. You know, and David went out and saw us as well. He's a man of war. You know, David says, big deal. You know, he says, when the bear and the lion came and take a sheep out of the fold, I went out against them. And he said, the same God. That delivered me out of the paw of the bear and the lion would deliver me out of the hands of the uncircumcised Philistine. You know? And that's the attitude. There is faith right there. You know, David was not afraid. Why would Benea, you know, get in the pit with the lion on a snowy day? You know? That's faith. You know? Daniel wasn't afraid to get into the lion's den, he still kept praying. You know, this is the attitude that we've got to have. We want to increase our faith, and faith requires us to do those things that sometimes we are afraid of doing. See? You got to you got to challenge some things in your life if you're gonna grow. See? You've got to face some oppositions. Don't be afraid of these things. Amen. Amen. So faith, we want to grow in our faith as as Christian soldiers. To walk in the Scripture offers to know to live, to act, to conduct, number three, to conduct oneself in a certain way. Romans 4.12 talks about Abraham and the uncircumcised, amen. They walked by faith, see, before the Holy Ghost was ever given. They was walking by faith, amen. First Timothy four twelve, Paul told Timothy, he says, Let no man despise thy youth, but be thine example in faith. See? Does people see faith in your life? Amen. Notice it, conversation, your words, your conversation, your charity, your spirit, and faith. Believe God, in purity. Keep yourself pure. We got to have these things in our life. It has reference to the fact that life is a journey or a pilgrimage and that the Christians is traveling to another country. Amen. See, that's why Abraham and them, they looked for a city whose builder and maker was God. They didn't allow anything to stop them. That's why at the end of Hebrews 11, when it gets down close to the end, verse 32 the writer says, in what more shall I say? For the time will fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Japheth and David and Samson and the other prophets who through faith, who do our kingdoms, work righteousness, receive promise, shut the mouths of lions. He goes on. He's trying to encourage us, you know, in these areas of our lives to watch and see what they did. Because the things which written was for was written for our example through that we might find hope amen so we've got to be able to keep going amen god has provided something better for us amen so that's why hebrews 12, 1 says let's lay aside all the weights all the sins that so be beset us and let's run this race with patience looking unto jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith amen let's go on that's why paul says in philippians three fourteen, he says I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. He says, I'm not there yet, but I'm still pressing. Nothing shall be able to stop me from from reaching my goal. See, so you've got to set some goals. You've got to get your my eyes on the mark. The old saying, if you don't aim for something, you're going to hit it. <laughs> you know, you've got to have some goals and purposes in your life of where you're trying to get to, and you got to keep going. In the olden times, and what Paul is referring to a lot of times, when he talks about races, and, the, and Jesus talked about, see that no man steal your crown, you know, they would put these wreaths or garlands around them once they completed the race, see? And so they, they're using this as an analogy that you've got to win. You've got to run to win. Amen. You know, as Solomon says in Ecclesiastes 9:11, he says, The race is not to the swift, neither the bad or to the strong. But, you know, time and chance happen to everybody. Everybody's got a chance to make this race. You've got to keep pressing. If you ever read in Paul Bunyan's book, A uh, Pilgrim's Progress, A Pilgrim's Progress, you know, Christian is always, you know, every time you get off the path, you run into trouble. You know, Evangelist has to come put him back on the track again, you know, but he finally makes it after he wakes up. You know, there's sometimes in this life that this journey and this trip we're on, sometimes you might veer a little bit to the left, you know, but get back on track, you know, and let's go on to the mark. You you, you got a crown waiting for you on the other end that you want to be able to hear God say, well done, that good and faithful servant. Amen. You've got to be faithful. Moreover, it requires a steward that a man be found faithful. Amen. So as Christian soldiers, you've got to be faithful. This is what Paul told Timothy. No man that warth entangle himself with the affairs of this life, that he may prove please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. Amen. Faith is one of those character traits of a soldier. Your 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 buddy's got to be able to depend on you. He's got to know that you got his back. He's got to know that you've got his back. Amen. This is what faith is all about. Amen. And we've got to realize, though this outward man is perishing, yet our inward man. You know, how's your soul? You know, how's your soul? You yeah. know? See, this is what you want to develop. You want to run. You want to run. Every day you should be able to say, hey, I'm pressing on. Amen. I'm pressing on. I'm pressing on. You remember that old song, I'm pressing on? You know, the upward way, new heights I'm gaining every day, right? We just keep pressing. You know, a little more you do every day, the better it's going to be. Get yourself programmed and mindset. You know, God has brought you here, Right? And so, guess what? You got to move forth from here. You got to grow. You got to go forth, divine leadership and spiritual growth, so that you can please God. That's what it's all about. Amen. By faith in the belief of those things which we do not see. You know, look at look at Revelation twenty-one. You know, John John says he's trying to encourage us there. and, and Revelation chapter 21, you know, he says, I not saw a new heaven and a new earth. See, think about it. A new heaven and a new earth. Amen. For the first earth was passed away. So guess what? You don't want to put any stakes down here. <laughs> this thing's gone, right? And there was no more sea, verse 2. And I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven as prepared as a bride adorned for a husband. She's beautiful. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and we dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Amen. He's got a vision. What's your vision? What do you see? What do you see, John? What do you see, Jeremiah? What do you see? I see some figs. You know, what do you see? You know, What, know, what, what what did Isaiah see when King Uzziah died? He says, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Amen. You've got to get a vision of this thing, brothers and sisters. This is not your home. But if you keep focused here, you know what's going to happen? You're going to get tormented. You keep focused here, you're going to be discouraged because there's so much foolishness around you. See, you are called left here to win them out there, to bring them into the kingdom. Amen. But you are still got to have your mark and your prize. So when they say, what are you doing? Where are you going? We're going to a better place. Come on, go with me. You know? When Philip found found Nathanael under under the the fig tree, what did he say? Hey, we found Jesus, whom Moses and the prophet talked about. You know, and and Nathanael says, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? He said, well, come on and see. You know, and when Nathanael came, Jesus said to him, before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. And they think it says, My goodness. <laughs> he, you know. You know. He realized. See, and this is what we've got to do, you know, is we gotta get people. Hey man, we're going to a better place. Come on, go with us, come and see what is going on. That's what faith is all about. Amen. I was I was the other day I was it was in the restaurant we Sunday was had service in. I was getting ready and we was waiting for brother ends with his car and and he had because it was raining and me and his wife was standing there and all of a sudden amen the, the this young kids were standing over here and i looked and this young girl had a bible it was kind of beat up you know little book look almost like a dictionary and i saw it says bible on and i turned to her and i says uh, what is that she says it's the bible I said, "You understand what you're reading in it?" She says, "I think so." I said, "Well, turn to Acts two thirty-eight for me." Yeah. She flipped through it real quick. You know, she found Acts two thirty. I says, "Read it." She started reading. Then Peter said to him, "Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost." And she went, "Wow!" <laughs> And all of our, our friends around them, man, they was just joyful and stuff. So gave them a card to say, Hey, come on to church. Amen. Come on. Come on. That's what faith is all about, brothers and sisters. We live by faith. We walk by faith. You can't be afraid to tell people about Jesus when you're out and about. Amen. The opportunities presents itself. We live our lives by faith. We walk by faith. Amen. We conduct our actions and everything by our faith. Amen. We believe in the existence of things which are invisible. And we are influenced by them, John says. Amen. To walk by faith is to live in the confidence, expectations, or things that are to come. Amen. The angel said, the same Jesus that you see going up is coming back in the same matter. Are you looking? Right now, we should be looking up for the coming of the Lord. Because Jesus said, when you see all this stuff start happening upon the earth, he says, you look up because your redemption is drawing nigh. Amen. Our faith should be stronger now than it was ever before amen we should be looking and hoping and waiting amen for the coming of the lord amen this is what god desire in every one of us is to be ready for his coming don't let fear stop you we're going to a better place amen we're looking for that city who's builder and maker don't don't be afraid of confrontation don't be afraid of trials don't be afraid of things that's coming against you amen Look at the pattern of those of old, and let's move forth in this thing. Amen. The Christian has a firm conviction of the reality of the glories of heaven, of the fact that the Redeemer, Redeemer is there. Look at Colossians 3. Paul says in 1, he says, If you then been risen with Christ, seek those things above. Amen. Where Christ is seated on the right hand or the throne of power. Amen. He's saying here, verse 2, Sit your affections on things above and not on things of this earth. For you are... Are you dead? No, you're alive. You're a lively stone, right? You you, you once was dead. <laughs> you're, you're dead to this world. You've crucified this world. Amen. From your life. Come on now. Amen. You was buried with him by baptism that you rose to walk in newness of life. Amen. And you're dead and your life is hid in Christ. Christ in God, right? Amen. So you're dead in Christ. So now we walk in Christ. We walk in newness of life. We walk by faith. And not by sight. We're looking for that city whose builder and maker is God. Amen. We expand our faith. Amen. we trust it in God. Verse 4. Amen. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren. For the Lord shall descend from heaven with a shout. The voice of an archangel, the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, and those of us that remain shall be caught up to be with the Lord. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Amen. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Amen. Your faith has got to prevail you to go on. I can do all things. Through Christ, who strengtheneth me, you can't allow yourself to stop growing in your faith. Add to your faith virtue, virtue, knowledge, knowledge, temperance, temperance, patience, patience, godliness, godliness, brotherly kindness, brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you in abound, they make that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But he that liketh these things is blind. And cannot see afar off, and has forgotten he was purged from his old sins. Amen. Make your calling and election sure. You do these things, you're never going to fall, but you've got an entrance. Amen. Add to that faith. You want strong faith. Amen. Above all, Paul says, take the shield of faith. Amen. Get that thing right. Purpose in your heart. I'm building my faith. Those times you don't feel like doing it, do it. Those times you you don't feel like witness, witness. Those times you don't feel like getting up and pray, get up and pray. Those times in church you don't feel like lifting your hands and worship, lift your hands and worship. Those times you don't feel like giving, give anyhow. Amen. This is going to increase your faith in God. Amen. Because you don't want to wait till the trials come. Because I'm here to tell you, you're not going to build faith in a trial. Amen. It, it, it's, gonna, it's there to take you out. <laughs> so you've got to realize you have got to build your faith before it ever happens. Amen. The Bible says Job woke up early every morning and sacrificed for himself and for his children because he said my kids might be sinning against God. So he had already laid the foundation with faith before it ever happened. And so when it starts happening, what did he do? He just worshiped God. He could say, the Lord give it, and the Lord take it away. But bless it. Be the name of the Lord. Amen. When his wife says, "Won't you curse God and die, he said, you speak as the most foolish woman. You know? And, it, and he began to still worship. Amen. This is the attitude we've got to have. Amen. Nothing, Paul says, shall be able to to separate me from the love of God. For I am persuaded that neither life, nor death, nor angels, nor principalities, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate me from the love of God. Amen. Which is in Christ Jesus, my Lord. Don't, don't let your, your faith be hindered and stopped, amen, by by things, because you're walking not by sight, you're walking by faith. Your focus, your target, your mark, it's heaven. You got a wreath. You know, most guys that run and race in Olympics, you know, just like the, the, the sports, when when football teams start every year, you know what they show all of them? The Lombardi Trophy. You know, that's all the team's goals, is to get that trophy. At the end. That's where every team is going. You know. And when you notice. When you get down to the end. Everybody seems to be playing. A whole lot harder. Than they did before. You know. If you watch basketball. they If, if they're behind. They just is praying. They can get get the game tied. The where they can get to the seventh game. You know. So. They want to win that trophy. You know, they have the faith and the belief that if they can just hang in there to get the right play or whatever, that they can win. Well, that's the same way we've got to be able to do. You know, we've got to stay in the game. We've got to keep running. We've got to keep pressing. Don't throw away your hopes and your dreams. Heaven must always be your number one priority goals. Amen. Get yourself focused on where you are. Why does God have you here? Do you ever ask yourself that question? Why did God bring you to, to La Crosse, Wisconsin? You know? You was out there in Tripolo. You know? Yeah. You know, think about it. What did God bring you here? See? You should ask him <laughs> You know, you, you stop and think about it. He's got you here for a reason. But if you don't become content and say, I'm running from here, this is my starting lane, and I'm going as high as I can from here, I'm forgetting everything else Paul said that is behind me, and I'm pressing towards the mark. Man, I'm giving it all right here. Out of the gate. Everything I can learn, everything I can do, I'm giving it my all. From right here. Amen. And you will find out that if you give it your all right here, if you wind up somewhere else, you know what happened? You will give it your all. I'm not tooting my drum, but when I got saved in Germany, I gave it my all. I was in every service. I was every prayer meeting, I gave to every missions, I tied my income, I did everything I could where I was in Germany. And when the Army moved me to Germany, Virginia, I gave everything I could in Virginia. When I got to Okinawa, I gave everything I could in Okinawa. And when God brought me here, I'm giving everything I can right here. Amen, because I don't know how much longer I got, and I'm going to keep pressing. I got my goal. I know from the time they told me about heaven, that's where I set my vision and goal. You know, I don't know which route God is going to take me on. Which path he's going to take me down to get there? But I'm pressing towards the mark for the prize. And I'm going to give it my all until I can't give it any longer. Amen. And then I'm going to be waiting for that day to hear him say, well done, that good and faithful servant. Amen. I'm not running this race to lose my crown. Amen. I'm going all the way. Praise God. So we walk by faith. And not by sight. Amen. Some of the hardest things to do, you know, is when you're getting older or or you're getting close to the finish. The toughest is is, is at the end because you've been running, you've been doing. See, and so it's easy to want to pull the old rings back, coast on in. No, no, no. You got to keep running. You got to keep running. You got to keep giving it your all, Amen. You got to reach back, man, and get another brick. <laughs> you got to keep pressing. You got to keep giving it your all, Amen. You got to incre- keep adding to your faith. You remember what the Lord told told Moses tell Aaron and his boys? He says, "Tell them, don't you ever let the fire go out the altar. You know, don't ever let the fire go out the altar. That means you have got to keep praying. You got to get the ashes out." You know, I, I was, I'm a country boy. You know, we have a wood heater, man. And ashes fall in there. You don't get the ashes out. You know what happened? It snuff the fire out. It ain't going to give out the right heat. So you got to get them ashes out of there. Amen. You got some ashes in there? Amen. You, you got to check it out. Examine yourself. You know, get in there with that shovel and get the more ashes that you're holding in. Those hurts and those pains and those things that you've been carrying for 70 years. You know, get it out of there. Get that junk out of there. Amen. And take it outside. You you remember in the the Old Testament, every day they had to get the ashes out and take it outside the camp. Amen. you You got to get that stuff out of you and take it out there and dump it out somewhere. Get it out of it. Say, I'm not taking this stuff with me anymore. Amen. I want my light to burn. I want my fire to burn. Amen. Because you are walking by faith. Amen. And not by sight. Amen. Don't let the candle go out. Praise God. Remember what Eli did? He let the the candle go out in the house. And what happened? Boom. Broke his neck. Amen. And Samuel was called. Amen. You you got to come on. You got to be a divine leadership and spiritual growth. Amen. For everyone, you can do it. I'm here to tell you, every one of you can do it. You got it in you. He wouldn't have called you and put his spirit in you if he didn't think you could do it. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall harm you. Amen. You've got to believe his word. It's quick. It's powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. Amen. The simple account of, kind of faith and of living by faith is that we live and act if these things are true and suffer them to make an impression on our hearts and minds that they're natural. Did not God says, I'm going to write my laws on your heart and your mind. Amen. Is it there? Does he need to come back and write it again? Come on. We got to live by faith. And not by sight. Amen. Faith says, not my will. Thy will be done, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Someone says, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die to get there. (laughs) Hello. You can't make it. (laughs) Amen. Everybody wants to go. Nobody wants to die to get there. Jesus had to die, right? Amen. <laughs> what, what was it about Enoch? You read about Enoch, wasn't it? From the time he was called of God and saved, what, what got into him that the Bible would say in the Hebrews, by faith, Enoch, when he was translated, was not found because God translated him. But before his translation, he had this testimony. The what? He pleased God. Is God pleased with you? Come on. If you don't walk by faith, you can't please him. See, and this is what he's trying to get us to see. I'm with you, guys. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. Fret not, little flock. I've given you exceeding precious promises. You know, I'm right there with you every step of the way. Why? Because I told you I'm going to take up residence in you. The Holy Ghost is in you, so God is in you. So you don't have to fear. You don't have to fret. Walk by faith. Enoch walked for 300 years. Amen. What kept him on track? He had faith. In what God said, they begin to the call upon the Lord when self was born. maybe somebody told him about what Cain didn't do right. Maybe they told him what Abel did right and he says, man I'm gonna if, if that happened to Cain, I'm not going to let that happen to me. so I'm walking the way God's word says, be ye doers of the word James says, and not hearers only. Amen. For if any man be not a doer, but a hearer, he's like a man that behold his natural face in a glass. And he goes away and forget what manner of man he was. But if you continue in it, you'll be blessed in everything that you do. You're going to please God. Amen. Noah, it never rain. You know, but think about it. God says, Noah, I'm going to destroy the earth. Here's the plan. Build me an ark. You know, Noah, 100 years, you know, building that ark. And what does it say? Amen. Condemn the world. Amen. He condemned the world, the Bible says, and became heirs of righteousness, which is by faith. You're going to be righteous. You're going to have to walk by faith. That's your white linen. Amen. So you got to keep pressing. And Noah, man, think about it. 100 years every day. Building that ark, man. Noah, what is wrong with you? Man, God says it's going to rain. I'm building a place for me and my family. I don't know when it's going to happen. God says it. He gave me the plan. I'm doing what he says. Amen. I don't know about you, but I've read the plan. He's coming back for a church without spot and without wrinkle. So I need to keep building my, my ark. Amen. I need to get this thing fortified because I know if it's already told me it's going to be tried by fire. Amen. So there's going to be some heat coming. So I need to be ready. Amen. I want to be just like Shadrach, Meshach, and that bad Negro. I want to get in there, man. <laughs> I want to, amen. I want to <laughs> Amen. If I get <laughs> If I want to <laughs> Amen. When I get in the fire, I want to be make sure I'm ready. Amen. So we <laughs> Everybody's awake. <laughs> All right, everybody's awake. Amen. But that's but that's but that's the attitude we've got to have, brothers and sisters. That's 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 being ready with faith. Notice Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego says, "You know, if if God doesn't deliver us, we're still not going to bow. You know, I'm I'm still going to live based on what I've already read, what He's already told me." Amen. And they had the promises of God. And as a result of that, God stepped in and delivered them. And Nebuchadnezzar made a new decree that if anybody worship any other God. Amen. That's the attitude we've got to have. That's why you read Jehoshaphat. You know, he went to the house of God. And he says, God, you said, when our enemies are bigger than we are, we come to this place called by your name, you will hear us. God intervened. God just told him, go get your rain side seat if you want to. This is a boxing match. You know, get front side seat down there on the river and watch because I'm going to do something that is going to blow your mind. And that's what we want to have. See, if we walk by faith, God is going to do what he says he's going to do. He wants us to be spiritual leaders. Divine leadership for everybody and spiritual growth also that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. See, because once you become a divine leader, you're going to have to lead from the front. You've got to be right. You've got to be faithful. You've got to exercise faith as leadership, you know, because this is what God wants to see. People need to see that you believe what you says. Amen. It makes all the difference in the world. Amen. Now, I'm going to stop right there. Amen. But we must walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Faith, 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 just a little bit of faith.